everybody, and welcome to episode number four of the Steam Machine Podcast. My name's Dalton, and joining me, as always, is my hetero life mate. This is Ryan. That's Ryan. And this week, well, we might upset some people. We had our first inker. I think we upset our... ourselves with this game. I, I do I don't I don't disagree with that. I honestly went into this with really high expectations, not realizing that it was a uh, part three of a three part story that is really story heavy, and I think that ruined it for us. It might have, it might have, like, even if I had known the storylines of part one and part two going into this game, I don't know, I don't know. And for those of you who are listening who didn't happen to glance at the title of the episode, although I don't know why you wouldn't, it is, the game we are referencing is Corpse Party Blood Drive, and I have read nothing but good things about this series. Like, you go on Steam, this game has incredibly good reviews. Uh, you, you know, I've seen uh, reviews for the Vita versions. They're just really good. This game's like a cult hit in Japan, man, but I just... Yeah. It just wasn't there for me. No, I, I didn't know anything about this game. I didn't read anything about this game. I, everything I went into this game was a little bit you told me about it, and everything that you have read, and... Oh, God. I will give them this. The, the, the premise of the story, from what I got of it, because... Uh, uh, full disclosure, uh, neither of us beat it. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I, I, I think I maybe made it 40, 45% through the game like before I just threw my hands up. Like, can't do this. From what I got of the story, it seemed interesting if I knew what the fuck was going on. Yeah, the elements were there. Like, the horror aspect, the creepiness of the levels itself. Like, it was there. It was brutal. Yeah. But, God, like... The gameplay itself and how slow driving the story point was to the game just it was brutal like, yeah yeah and i think the uh, the chibi art style didn't help much you know yeah. the, it, it was a little too cutesy for me to be a survival horror game if that makes sense uh, i i went some, in really thinking yeah some re- elements were really cool about that like and then some elements were like like you're saying it was too cutesy like well, the character you got- as you're walking around looks all cute and shit, and then you come across that like crucified child up at the top of the stairs, <laughs> brutal. Like, yeah, I, you know, but I went in expecting the the same look of the first game. So like when I went in, I was expecting eight bit graphics to maybe even sixteen bit graphics. Yeah, o- old school RPG maker style. And then when I saw the way it was, I was like, oh, this looks like a 3DS game, but I think it was a Vita game. But, yeah, Vita. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, well, while I was playing it, I spent most of my time uh, watching this YouTuber named Horrible Reviews, and he he covers a lot of like horror movies and uh, different kinds. Like he's got a segment uh, series that he does on Stephen King based movies, gotcha. you know, off his novels and things. But I watched his series. He's got like twenty one videos of this series of the most disturbed videos ever made, and uh, he was not fucking lying. There's a few of them like. Uh, Der Ingle, oh man, I can't remember the name of it, but there was a the one that was, it was just basically just killing and all kinds of stuff throughout the entire entire episode. Yeah, or episode. What am I talking about? <laughs> but it's just it was wild. Uh, the, this movie Martyrs, where it's like this girl, it's like one of those uh, rape and revenge type stories, like Spit on Your Grave. Uh, those old spit on seven, your grave, old yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah the uh, 
exploitation movies. That's what I was trying to yeah. think of. Yeah. It was like that. So they go on this crazy killing spree where this girl just starts breaking into people's houses and killing them with a shotgun. No. Oh. And then she ends up, I think, getting killed or something. And then her friend gets captured by a satanic cult and skinned alive at the end of it. Dude, it was, it well, was that's, wild. Sounds, sounds like this game. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. This is why I had him on because it was. Yeah. I thought it figured it fit, you know. But, it sounds exactly like this game because literally, like the whole dialogue of this game is like, "How did this person get murdered? How did this person die? How yeah, did this fine. person die?" Literally, every corpse you come across in the the gameplay details on how they died. Like, oh, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, coming across the corpses yeah. with their name tags, like who they yeah. were, how they died. Um, so the story of this game. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I copied this straight from Wikipedia because I was being lazy about it because this game did not grab me at all. So I do want to read this, though, because it kind of sets the precedent of uh, what's going on in there. So Corpse Party Blood Drive is the direct sequel. Notice direct sequel to to Corpse Party Book of Shadows. (laughs) And it's the first game featuring settings and characters rendered in 3D. The game was released for the Sony PlayStation Vita in Japan on July... Oh, it doesn't tell me the date. In July 2014 by 5PB, which I had never heard of those guys before, 5PB. Neither have I. Um, The characters are depicted in a 3D chibi style. However, traditional CG artwork appears during cutscenes, illustrated by Sakuya Kamishiro. I'm proud of myself. I think I did good on that name. Continuing from the prologue included in the Book of Shadows, Naomi messages... Shit. Naomi manages to save Ayumi and takes her to the hospital. And Shinazaki estate and tomb subsequently vanish without a trace. Ayumi has become severely ill for her misuse of the Book of Shadows, Black Magic, and in the hospital, a woman claiming to be a spiritual associate of Hinoa's visits Ayumi. The woman belongs to a Wiccan institute, an organization that worships spirits. Yada, yada, yada. Shit goes crazy from there. Yeah. Like, the the girl, Ayumi, tries to go back into the heavenly host, which is this school that's, like, haunted from the first two games. And it's not, like, haunted anymore. I think what they were leading to in the storyline, from what I may have taken it, was that, I guess, in number two, the Book of Shadows, or whatever they called it, yeah, they opened up, like, a portal, and this school has now been, like, transported to, like, the nether realm. So this school doesn't sit on the plane of existence in Earth anymore. It sits in the plane of existence of the spirits now. Uh, okay, that makes a little more sense. That yeah. Makes a little more sense. And then, like, the whole premise of Blood Drive is to acquire the Book of Shadows and, like, undo everything that happened in Game 2. Yeah, because anyone that died in that, uh, everyone lost their memory of them. Yeah. Except for the people who were there. And yeah. that's like the girl is losing her mind trying to replace the memories of her friends to other people. And apparently, uh, spoilers, this game winds up that, um, oh man, what was the dude's name? Do you remember the guy's name? No, not at all. Right offhand? Okay, that, we're gonna That's call- how much of my attention span this game actually captured. Like- all right, we'll call him Kenny. So Kenny and Ayumi uh, end up doing what they need to do to save people, and everyone gets their memory back, but no one remembers Ayumi and Kenny, and they live happily ever after, I think. Uh, I think. It could have just everyone dies. I don't know. Yeah. There is a point that's in this like- game, I think it's at the end of Chapter 6, that everyone dies. Oh, let's see. I didn't even get that far. I made it to maybe chapter four. 
I think I made it to like chapter five, and that was about it. And I got stuck on chapter three for two days. Yeah, I was on chapter three for probably about two days as well. But I get, I gave the fuck up and looked up a guide. I was like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do?" See, I, I that wants to, I want that to be like a last resort for me when we do these games. Like, I it was my try last to resort. Do this game like <laughs> thoroughly, like by the book. Like, let's not look up anything. Like, but I, cu- I couldn't help it, dude. Touching on what I mentioned earlier about this game. This game was really fucking dark and really fucking brutal. Like, the details on the deaths of these characters and the detail in the artwork involving, involving these corpses and their deaths was just like, it was almost too much. And then, I don't know if you came across this doing some research about this game, but I did find this out. It is one of 38 titles of manga and anime banned in china for its level of like violence and depiction of violence that that doesn't surprise me this game was rough like trigger warning if you have like no sense of being able to handle like any murder porn or true crime shit yeah or torture yeah this game will fucking trigger you yeah, because I will say that as much as the uh, little chibi characters didn't really creep me out, dude, the animation for the CGs, like with the little cutscene anime pictures, were really well drawn. Yeah, they were. And super gory. I'll give them that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, this this is not a family-friendly podcast. Like, we cuss and everything, but like I told Ryan before we started, there was these two characters that were, I guess, part of this Wiccan uh, tribe thing, or whatever the hell. Dude, they like absurdly cussed, like an abs- like an absurd amount in every sentence. There yep. had to be two or three curse words, and I was yep. just like, there was a lot of adult language besides the graphic gore and violence. Like this game is not for kids. No, no. this game has to have a mature rating. Oh like, yeah, totally mature, totally mature. Yeah. That's probably why it's not on. Uh, didn't come out on 3ds or maybe it did i'm you know i'm not really sure i I don't know does nintendo really release mature titles i thought they focused more on being a family-friendly console as compared to like sony and xbox like you would think that but they have some third-party titles like doom i think is on the switch yeah you know so i mean there are some third parties that run that are mature um the witcher 3 is on switch that's true and that game's totally mature um, yeah, but you know, I don't think you're ever gonna get a game like Hatred on Switch, which is in my Steam uh, yeah. library. We'll get to that eventually. It's basically you play a dude who's lost his mind and goes on a killing spree. Oh, fun! Yeah, that's one way to put it. I honestly can't we thought get the... a, why can't we get like a wholesome title like the Untitled Goose Game or something? Like, <laughs> hey man, I've got a uh, I've got a few games in there that are really like uh, once we, wait till we get to like Teddy Bear or te- I think it's like Teddy the Bear goes kayaking or something like that. <laughs> like, awesome yeah and then you know uh letter quest and like those types of games are fun awesome so not everything is going to be these these uh gore fests yeah you know for being a survival horror game this i found this game to be really clunky and honestly like when you're supposed to run and hide in cabinets that shit doesn't work no it doesn't and it's like almost impossible to actually like survive this game because as you are doing your playthrough and you're exploring the the school or whatever you, it's yeah. like one tract you literally have nothing to defend yourself there's no actions to defend yourself all you can do is run and hide and it's almost impossible to outrun these spirits because they're so fast and you yeah. burn through your stamina in like 10 steps 
Yeah, um, I think uh, games that did this type of game better is like Outlast. If you've never played Outlast, that nope. game's terrifying. Nope. But it's also first person, you know, in full rendered 3D. Yeah. It's not quite like, you know, this kind of like game. And, and then you got like Resident Evil. If I want to play, we should, like, I was like, the whole time I'm playing this, I was like, damn, I wish we would have just gotten Resident Evil 7. Yeah. Well, that's on our list now. Instead. So, yeah. This game, I would say, would be as terrifying as, say, like Resident Evil if they, like, remastered this or even remastered it for VR. Like, fuck that shit. Yeah. I would never be able to put on a VR headset for this game. Yeah, dude, that, that, that scene of coming upon that kid on that uh, uh on crucifix. The cruci- yeah, the crucifixion. Yeah, no, like, no, what? Like... <laughs> Absolutely not. That would be as soon insane. as I saw that, I turned around and ran right back down the stairs, and I was like, "Absolutely not." There's probably no reason for me to be up there. Like, <laughs> and there really wasn't. You went up there, you saw no. him, you picked up like one thing off the ground, and then that was it. There's nowhere else to go past that. That was the top of the stairs. Like, yeah. And then if you why? try to go down them, they're like, "Oh, you hear really loud." moaning and voices from down there you probably oh, yeah. shouldn't go down there you probably shouldn't go down this way oh there's really loud and angry spirits in this room you shouldn't go in there like yeah. you shouldn't open this door this door's locked somebody's yeah. holding this door shut where am i supposed to go like there in this game there's no direction at all it's just like here you are oh what was fucked up is you go in the nurse's office and there's like this big cabinet and you go over to it and it's like this cabinet is full of bandages and medicine but it looks like it was designed to never be opened because there's no handles so it's like uh, yeah you, I remember you can't that. get to it yeah i was like well damn they don't want the bandages were very few and far between yes the icons the the little religious statues that cured you of your darkening were very few and far between this yeah, game talismans. Was, yeah this game was literally set up to kill you often and all the time this was you have to save the game as often as you can because you're going to restart within like five minutes yep absolutely and i did a bunch and it was oh man it got grading and like i was saying with the hiding in the cabinet thing there were so many times that i was running from a spirit and you're okay i'll jump in a cabinet and then I was supposed to watch the little pulsing colors to yeah. know when they run away. But then they would just keep pulsing red quicker and quicker and quicker. And then I oh, sit there. the eyeball right in the fucking middle of the screen. No, I never got that. I no? That was the way that oh. I never got that. I just got where it was flashing, 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 and it never stopped. So eventually no. I just gave up and got out and got attacked anyway. So Every time I bolted and ducked into a locker or a cabinet or a closet or whatever it was that you were able to hide in no matter how much i thought i was in the clear watching the circles go from green to yellow to red to red to red boom eyeball pulls me out of the fucking locker every single time it's like yeah you bastards like why would you make a game this fucking difficult and this fucking creepy like (laughs) <laughs> they're sadists they're sadists like oh man and this is nothing you should i should fucking buy agony and make you play agony that game makes you actually go to hell legit Ugh. <laughs> it's yeah it's fucking brutal yeah um so interesting fact about this this game is actually ported to android and ios in 2017 and so I, this is also a mobile game yep yep and in it o- might October. play actually a little better on the mobile system since this was meant for the Vita. Like instead of playing it on the PC or a console, it might be better as a handheld. Like, yeah, I could see that. I read some reviews that said that the uh, mobile port 
took care of the loading issues that the Vita version had and cleaned it up a little bit, but maneuvering around was a bit hard. Oh, I bet. And if any, if running around gets any harder in this game, I don't want to fucking play it. <laughs> yeah, no, like, you, you, besides only having, like, 10 seconds of stamina before you have to stop and catch your breath from running around, you had to worry about, yeah. like, broken boards sticking out of the floor that will cause you damage, broken glass on the floor that will cause you damage, holes appearing underneath of you out of nowhere and then like the weird flesh colored things grabbing you with the fucking tentacles like you literally couldn't take a step without sustaining some sort of damage not to mention you in the first place all these people died in this place and you escaped yeah why the fuck would you want to go back yeah absolutely like it's nobody like else remembers Park. this place only you do it's like well i better luck next time i guess i'm just gonna take this and fucking go with it like yeah, here's my like, life now it's like jurassic park 3 when grant's like we cannot land on this island no no do not do it <laughs> yeah it's like what the fuck where was grant that's what this game needs there needs to be a mod where dr grant and ian malcolm come in and try to talk some goddamn sense into these kids they had one of those it was one of the uh class reps one of the older guys at the the beginning of the game and he was the 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 main character's like so me and you are gonna go back to this school right and he grabs the magic stones and throws them out the fucking window and he's like no we're not oh, yeah. going we're not going and that was kenny i couldn't it, remember his yeah. name what does she do? She fucking goes and grabs the stones and fucking teleports with some random stranger who has broken into her house twice. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm just taking a shower, and now there's this dude in my bathroom. I guess I should go with him to the, <laughs> the haunted elementary school. Yep. Oh, I'm just doing some homework in my bedroom, and oh my god, look who came in through my fucking window. Yeah, now me and you are best friends, and we're going to go to this haunted school, and not only does that happen, but he disappears within the first five minutes of you being there. Yeah, Just and then up I don't and know if you... gone, and he has the magic stones too. So there's no way you can leave. You are stuck there because and he I... took the items that you need to leave. I don't know if you got far enough to the point where when he called you on the cell phone, but he's just like, "Hey," and she's like, "Yeah, you fucking left me." And he's like, "Yeah, don't worry about it. You'll be fine, or maybe you won't be. Uh, we'll find each other eventually. You know, we we only have like forever or whatever, <laughs> whatever the fuck." And he's like, "Oh my god, try try not to die." And I was like, holy shit, dude, this game is so bleak. Yeah, this game was very morbid. Totally, totally. Um, what else do I have about this? I really don't have much else about this game, dude. This game fucking... This game, this game sucked. This game sucked. Yeah, I... out, out of one out of ten bloody corpses, this gets like a two. Like, yeah, I was going to say a two as well, so we're in agreement. Because yeah. I can't give it lower than that because it had promise. I can't, yeah, like, like you're saying, I can't give it lower than that because the direction was there, but they didn't go in that direction. Not at all. <laughs> like, no, dude, it was, it was rough. It was rough. Yeah. So, before we wake Steamy up, there's one other thing I'd like to cover real quick. And uh, today, as we're recording this, was the EA conference. Yeah. And some interesting things coming. Um, oh, yeah. F for PC, Apex Legends is coming to Steam, which you know, that's not my big thing, but I know a lot of people love that game. I've played, it a little bit on the, yeah, I've played it a little bit on the, the, the PS4. It's a, it's a free-to-play thing, but I think you can like buy like loot boxes and stuff like that. Shocker. Yeah. Wait, but... wait you, you mean a Battle Royale game with microtransactions? Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. It, it's not it's not a bad game. It's it's not my thing. I'm not really into like the battle royale style yeah. first person shooters like cuz I die often. Well, one of the one of the notes that I had about this conference was so many battle royals. It's the new thing and I hate it. Like Oh, me too. dude, yeah, I've I've been on the fuck Fortnite for a long time except when I realized that, like, the games I do like to enjoy playing online, I don't have to deal with screaming kids anymore. They're all playing fucking Fortnite, which is wonderful. So, like, let the kids have Fortnite. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But Star Wars Squadrons yeah, coming out. Yeah, awesome. Dude, full VR support, too. Yep. I know my yeah. buddy Dustin is wigging out because he's got the flight stick and all of that, and it's all compatible, and he's like, yes! That's awesome. And... Yeah, dude, it looks really crisp. They showed some gameplay from it. You know, the single-player missions. Um, they yeah. said that you're, you're going to get to create a rebel and a... Uh, forgive me for my aunt not knowing much Star Wars, but a rebel and a alliance? An empire guy? Em- empire, thank you. Yeah. Gracious. So you're going to have one of each for the story mode. Yeah, I fucked your rebels. Long and live the empire. Long live the empire. Hail Sith. Um, not, even, not even the Sith, just... These guys want steady galactic rule. Um, Lost in Random looked pretty cool. It was like this game where you play a little girl, and it's like your companion is a dice, and you you're, you live in the world of random, and everything is decided by this one dice. But there's another dice, and it's your little fucking buddy who follows you around. He's got arms and legs. That's cool. It, it sounds like a really cool game. It where everything really is just like left to chance and random. There's yeah. probably so many different possibilities in this game that you can probably play it over and over again and never like never get the same thing twice. But and if if my memory serves me right, this was the game. I want to say the the art style reminded me of like Coraline and like Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh, interesting. It looked really cool. I'm I am thoroughly interested in it. Yeah, I uh, will be keeping an eye on it. I'm sure it'll be coming out for like PC and consoles. Oh, I know one of the. No- the big announcements for Apex Legends 2 was that it's coming to Switch. Wood Man. from beat up. I was watching beat him up stream, and he seemed pretty happy about that. But you know, he's Man. a Nintendo guy. Yeah. The big news that came out of the conference that made me happy, and I know you could not give a shit because you've never played any of them. But the guys who did the original Skate games popped in at the end and said that basically the fans have willed and commented this next Skate game into existence because for years and years and years. All the skate fans have been hounding EA like, oh, that's nice. You have a new game out. Where the fuck is Skate 4? Are you sure it was the fans willing it into existence or the fact that they are remastering Tony Hawk 1 and 2 and working on a new Tony Hawk title? That could be it, too. And it also could be the success of uh, Skater XL and Session, which are games that were trying to recreate what Skate had once done. Yeah. And people were still just clamoring. Like, I've seen comments on those skating games that are like, these are really good, but they're just, they're not skate. And then these guys just pop on, and the dude was like, dude, I can't thank you people enough. He's <laughs> basically like, thanks for giving me my job back type thing. Like, I know a lot of people that love the skate series, and it was one of the ones I never really got into. But I will so say fluid. I'm super stoked for the remasters of Tony Hawk 1 and 2, because I played the shit out of those as a kid. Like, those look those look really good. Yeah. Like uh graphically I'm I'm interested in those too. And you know, I like those old Tony Hawk games. After I played Skate, it kind of spoiled me on Skate being the game that I want to go to for like when I want to 
pretend to be a skateboarder. Yeah. But but you can't beat that Tony Hawk arcade just classicness, you know. Yeah. No, for sure. And the soundtrack got, was stellar as well. But. Oh oh yeah, dude. That introduced me to so many new bands. Like, yeah. Uh, Three Inches of Blood. The first time I ever heard them was on a Tony Hawk. I think even like Papa Roach was like. The first time I really heard them was on Tony Hawk. I yeah. heard their song Blood Brothers before I ever heard Last Resort, but that was because yeah. of Tony Hawk. Yeah. Uh, fucking CKY. I still play 96 Quite Bitter Beings on my guitar to this day. You know, like, that that riff is iconic to me, and it's because of that game, in my opinion. it It's going to be great, dude. I just, you know, the, those, the two Tony Hawk game, the remasters, um, Skate 4, whenever that comes out, or whatever they end up calling it, I don't even know if it's going to be Skate 4. Yeah. I'm, I've been wanting to check out Session and Skater XL, dude, because, you know, it's just, I like skateboarding games. I, you know, I fucked up my knee be, when I was younger, can't skateboard anymore. Yeah. And uh, you saw firsthand that it has, like, fucked me up since then <laughs> Yeah. As, as far as knee troubles. But, you know, I used to have a lot of fun with it, so it's cool to kind of go back and relive Yeah. doing that kind of thing. Well, all right. Steamy. Steamy! Steamy! Hey, buddy. I don't mean to uh, wake you or anything, but, you know, we we, we kind of need a number. Thank you. And our number seems to be from Mr. Steamy this week. 80. Number 80. It's a very oh. low number, but it doesn't only, really matter. Only two digits, this one. Like, that's weird. Only two. And, sir, that means that we are going to be playing The Outer Worlds. Oh, interesting title. The Outer Worlds. I. It's a relatively have, newer game, isn't it? Like last yes, yes. one or two years or so? Yes, it is. And it was put out by Obsidian, the people who did Fallout New Vegas. Gotcha. Gotcha. And uh, this game holds true to that as far as. Uh, I've played probably the first like hour of it like a year ago or so, or like right yeah. when it came out. You know what I mean? I shouldn't say a year because I don't even know if it's been out a year yet or not. But it's really, really cool. Um. The, the whole concept of it and it seems pretty fluid i like the way that your decisions matter a little more than they do in like fallout 4 and skyrim have how they've kind of gotten to where the illusion of choice yeah uh, the outer worlds is a little better about that and they're also not afraid to be like oh your stats are not high enough for this fuck off <laughs> type type things you well know? that's cool so you actually have to like be specific with your stat choices like your point allotments and everything like that yes cool um think of it akin to uh D in a, in an essence okay I guess. cool i can do that yeah it should be real fun man it should be real fun space uh, i will say space combat but not really like in ship space combat but it's all you know a futuristic type stuff it's really so cool. it's like fallout but in space <laughs> fallout in space yes exactly okay cool i could get down with this yeah man um all right so to wrap things up here i want to go ahead and plug our social media you can find us on youtube if you just go and search the steam machine podcast we should pop up there right at the top you can find us wherever your podcasts are sold or wherever you get them i don't i know i haven't quite figured out how to say this part yet so i'm just gonna in fact i'm gonna gonna leave this in y'all can laugh at it and then for the social media, facebook.com slash the Steam Machine Podcast, or you can catch us on Twitter, which is twitter.com slash steam underscore podcast. If you have any questions, want to comment on how good or bad you think we're doing, you want to leave us a review, go to iTunes, search the Steam Machine Podcast. All the five-star reviews help us raise up in the ranks of 
that whole spiel. So, anything else on your mind, my brother? No, just disappointed that this was our first stinker. Like, hopefully, came, Outer Worlds is going to be so much better. It it came early, and I can promise you that Outer Worlds is going to be better. Yeah. Cool. Hold hold on one second. My phone is talking. I don't know what I saved a reminder for, but I saved a reminder for something in my pocket that's just going to go off fucking randomly. Right. <laughs> well, all right. If you know, we got our first stinker, as you said. It's early on, so hey, at least we got it out of the way early. Yeah. So, yeah. so now, now we know. In fact, actually, before we go, I want to cover that I did get a question from a listener oh. who asked me to not bring up who they are because they might, may or may not live in my house. Um, t- <laughs> <laughs> I was asked, what are we going to do once we come across a game that sucks? And I said, well... We're just gonna tell them it sucks. Like, uh, yeah, we're we're gonna be honest. We're not gonna like sugarcoat it. Like this game yeah. sucked. It really did. And I'll put the caveat out there that I I know there are a lot of people who enjoyed this game. Just I don't. It just wasn't for us. Yeah, no, for sure. And I'm sure this isn't gonna be the first game that we say that about on this list. This list is massive, so we're bound to run into a handful of games that are just absolute bombs. Like I, I promise you, at least a quarter of our episodes are gonna be about terrible games. at least we can't wait (laughs) alright well that about does it this week for the Steam Machine Podcast as always I'm Dalton he's Ryan and we will catch you later take it easy